Now joining us here in the Freak Nation, defending his overall Vegas Torino off-road win, Garrett Friedis joins us. And we saw Garrett in Vegas, gosh, back in March, was it? Yeah, back in March. Mm-hmm. And Garrett, obviously, you're in the midst of a big off-road racing season, but what's this about you getting ready to farm corn and walnuts? What is that? Yeah, we're, uh, uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show today. But, uh, you got it. We're, we're getting geared up for Vegas Torino right now. Um, we're leaving uh, middle of the week this week, go there qualifying and whatnot. But, yeah, and unfortunately, racing off-road doesn't, doesn't pay the bills, so we have, to have, uh, we have to have a real job, too. So I'm in the, uh, I'm in the agriculture um, business. I do some farming. Farm, uh, have some corn right now I'm growing to uh, run a sell to uh, feed some dairy cows out here in uh, central California. I'm in uh, Visalia, California. So a lot of dairies, a lot of cows out here to feed, and it's a good business. Keeps uh, keeps me racing and keeps me out of trouble when I'm not racing. So, Garrick, that's what it was. Okay, I knew we talked before the Mint 400. I knew we talked about beef. So that's right. You raised the corn to feed the cattle. That's right, yep. And I was on the show with Justin Lofton. They have all the cattle. Right? <laughs> yep. It was all, yeah, it was an all-farming conversation. I don't even know if we talked off-road in that interview either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> well, but that's is is off road respite for you? Is it is that a place where you can clear your mind when you're when you're out there on, on the desert, or when you're farming corn and walnuts? Is that where you're able to lose yourself? You know, it, it's uh, you kind of juggle the two of them when uh, when you're when you're doing well at, at either one of them, you're you're enjoying yourself. You know, when it's when you're not, it's. Uh, when you're stressed out, when you're busy, it seems like it's a job. So they kind of go back and forth. They go hand in hand. But uh, I'd say off-road racing is more of a hobby, more more of a passion. Um, I uh, I wish we could do it more full-time, you know, and, and, and pay bills with it. But it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Garrick Friedis joins us here at the Speed Freaks Pits, running on them general tires for the best in the desert. Vegas Torino race. Statman, go ahead. Garrick, I might have asked you this when we when we talked at the Mint 400, but now that Bryce Menzies is getting into off-road, uh, into uh, rallycross, you want to do that? That's something that a lot of off-road guys are looking at taking pretty seriously, taking classes and all that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, I, I would love to do that. Um, you know, in, in the kind of racing we do, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's such a diverse form of racing, and, and you, you encounter every different different type of terrain and and uh, you're driving in so many different conditions any other form of racing you can do on the side is going to benefit you in off-road so i mean it doesn't matter if you're uh you'll run the lucas oil series or the torque series like bryce menzies or you know for for all i care i could be racing a go-kart down at the county fair i mean it's it's seat time and uh seat time is huge it's important so i, I mean i'd like to do any other type of racing but uh that definitely looks fun that that stadium racing um those guys know how to get the truck around the track pretty fast but at the same time they sure do tear up some equipment that, that's exciting racing to watch right there those guys are you know fender to fender just ripping body panels off and jumping over each other it's it's a uh, it's pretty wild to watch and yeah it'd be great to to get to drive something like that at some you point know, do you Eric, handle you, pavement you, mentioned... you have to race on dirt and pavement do you handle pavement okay yeah you know they they do they cross over to pavement and uh, and we do as well um so, you know, I don't care if it's pavement, dirt, clay, whatever it is. As long as you're racing, I'm happy. Well, Garrick, you mentioned racing other forms of motorsport and how that helps you with off-road. It's actually kind of a touchy subject in the 
grand scheme of motorsports right now because, as I'm sure you've heard, Tony Stewart racing his dirt car now has him out for many weeks of his Sprint Cup car. Elio Castroneves, IndyCar points leader, was racing a stock car this weekend and had a pretty bad crash and had to sit out and didn't want to jeopardize his IndyCar ride. But I guess it is different when it comes to off-road because, what, the speeds aren't quite there when you're, when you're talking about off-road and rallycross. What is the difference? How can you say that any other form of racing helps with off-road, whereas we're seeing injuries with other drivers trying to do that? You know that's that's uh, um, I know it's a real controversial subject right now, um, but you know I don't I don't think it affects us as much. Um, number one, you know I uh, I don't know if there's any off-road guys out there. You know with these huge corporate sponsors getting you know big salaries um, from sponsorship that that's going to have you know a negative effect on you if they get hurt or whatnot. Uh, Ninety-nine point nine percent of the guys doing what we're doing, it, it's a hobby and we're out there to have fun. So. If you're out there racing a different sport, more power to you. You know, more fun, more exposure, and whatnot. Uh, I can understand the Tony Stewart's. You know, if they're getting hurt racing on a Friday night, you know, dirt track somewhere, it's going to um, hurt sponsors for their NASCAR, which pays their bills. So, you know, I'm not sure where I stand on that. I have a lot of respect for those guys that that still go down to, you know, still race at that level, and those are the guys that you know have the passion and love to do it. So it's fun to watch those guys. Freitas joins us, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. You've got your your race this or your race coming up next weekend, and you've of course running the Mint for Mint four hundred, and then you're going to be out in the desert again next weekend. Temperature wise, is it just that much of a difference between running out there again inside your fire suit inside the cockpit? Is it that much of a difference running in March or April in the desert versus okay in the middle of August? Absolutely, you know it's it's a huge difference. It's uh, you know we'll be out there at the Mint. Uh, and as the sun sets, you know, the temperatures will get down to in the 50s, you know, easily down to 50-degree temperatures. And uh, and it gets a little bit chilly, especially my car. You know, it's a rear-engine car, so I don't have a lot of that engine temperature heat in front of me to warm us up. But at the same time, here in August, I kind of like having the engine behind me because, you know, they're looking at 106, 107 degrees come uh, race day this next week. So it's going to be it's gonna be hot, and it definitely you got to drink a lot of water and takes a toll on your body. And, uh you know, mentally, it makes it more challenging and more difficult. You gotta—it's uh, hard to stay focused, you know, when you're not comfortable in the car. So, it—it uh, it plays a huge, um, has a huge effect on you. And uh, at the same time, too, next week, once we get close to Reno and the sun starts to set and we get into those higher elevations, you know, we'll reach, I think, 8,000 feet or just short of 8,000 feet elevation. And uh, you know, it cools off real quick. So, first half of the race, you know, you'll be hot, and uh, the second half of the race, it's going to get pretty chilly. So, it makes it fun. Something else that's pretty amazing are the tires that you're going to be running on. I believe you ran 35s last was it last year, the grabbers, and then 37 inches of grabbers this year. These are tires that Joe out there on I-35 or Dana on I-10 can actually go out and buy for their truck, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Last year we won on 35-inch DOT-approved general tire grabbers, and uh, – those are the same tires I drive on every day in my personal vehicle. You can go buy them at your local uh, tire warehouse. Uh, so obviously they're a great tire. We, we proved that. And, uh, you know, we won on those. We thought, you know what, why not? Let's try winning on 37. So we uh, just uh, just before this race, we switched to 37-inch tires, the general grabbers. And uh, we're going to try on those. We're going to see how it works out. We, uh, we know the 35s are good, but... You know, in 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 the the class we race, everything's unlimited. There's no there's no rules on horsepower, travel, 
anything. So any little niche you can get on your competition is uh, you always have to be trying to find that that next that next best thing. And we're going to try going bigger tires and you know trying to make the desert a little smaller. We just can't roll out to a Ford or a Toyota dealership or a Chevy dealership and pick up your buggy. That's the problem. Yeah, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and also something that we brought up in Mint Four Hundred was the desert tortoise, right? The desert, yeah, what, correct. Uh, yeah, do you have the same um, issues going from Vegas to Reno where you've got to watch out for that damn tortoise again? You know, they. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what areas those things are inhabiting this time of year, but uh, I, I've never seen one out there. And, and if I did, I'd be sure to pull over and, and make sure it, uh, haul it to the side, make sure no one hit it. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> All right, well, sound good, right? Golly. It sounded politically correct. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that would be a great commercial with General Tire that talking about your drivers being so socially concerned and you, you know you're bolting wide open down the desert at you know 105 miles an hour and you slam the the grabbers on the brakes and you stop and move the turtle over another three inches that would be pretty bitching <laughs> yeah. get back in mention, and take off. we won't mention our cars only get about two miles per gallon that probably won't hit home well with the green people <laughs> the green people yeah but if you stop and get out of the car and move a turtle out of the way that would win that would win back all the fans there you go. Yeah, exactly. Peter will love you. Yeah. Well, Freak Nation, you can follow this guy. Of course, follow him on Twitter and all of his fans. And then Best in the Desert should have some things up on the website. Best in the Desert, Vegas Torino Race going on next weekend. Dude, thanks for coming in here. Just get get the job done on those 37-inch grabbers. Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for having me. We'll be updating the race as we go uh, up north towards Reno on our Twitter page, at Freitas Off-Road. So, uh, if you're sitting around a computer, get on, check us out. The race is next Friday. Starts uh, nine o'clock in the morning, and uh, hopefully we'll get into Reno uh, sometime uh, just at dusk. Nice. All when right. it's freezing and time for a beer. Yeah. Garrick. Well, Garrick, that? Will, you, will you have a beer when you get into Reno? I, well, we're definitely going to have a few of those when we get there. We'll be ready. <laughs> there you go. All right, Garrick. Thanks for joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Thank. Thanks for having me. You got it, Garrick Friedis. Running on those 37-inch Geno tires, the grabbers.